Good morning, good afternoon, good night, whatever time period you're listening to this at, I can say, hope you guys have had or are having a great day. I know I am. I'm very excited to be doing my first podcast, so something I'm new to, but I think I'll, I'll definitely enjoy it. Excuse me, I'm sorry if I'm a little stuttery or the audio is a little messed up at some parts. You know, I'm, I'm new to this, you know. I just want, let, want that to be known because it, it's going to happen. Like, it's bound to happen. Um... This first episode is mainly going to be about me establishing who I am as a person and why I've decided to do podcasts. So, yeah, let's get, get straight into it. Um, I wanted to do podcasts because I just feel like it's an outlet to express myself. I've never really had, like, a voice. I mean, people hear me and people have heard me, but I feel like my voice can be amplified. And I really just want to have an effect on people in, in life. And I, and I want to change people's lives, you know. I want to help make a difference for the better. And I just feel like where I live with the people I'm surrounded by, it's kind of hard to do without an outlet. So I want to create that for myself. And that's kind of the reason I do podcasts. Or I'm, I'm going to start doing podcasts, excuse me. Um, If I had to introduce myself as a person, what would I say? What What are my core values? Let, let, me, let me think. Um... I can say from a child growing up, but let, yeah, let's just start there. My childhood, let's, let's just go back to my childhood. This episode shouldn't take too long. Um, so I think we should go there and then start and then work our way up, you know, so you get a general idea of what I've been through and who I am. Um, my childhood definitely wasn't the easiest. Um, I didn't do too much moving, but I, I moved schools a couple of times, you know, different environments, different neighborhoods. I, um, Originally grew up in the projects, but went to school in kind of a more mixed area. A lot of Asians, a lot of whites, some blacks, you know, nothing too crazy. It was very diverse. But, um, that was my elementary school. So, you know, I had a, I had a good perspective on things. My only thing in school was I wasn't necessarily like anybody else. I didn't have many friends that I would hang out with like the other kids and I didn't really go to my friends houses I didn't see my side of school because I lived on the other side of the town and happened to go to a school in the area I went yeah in the area I went to school in so a lot of the time it was just hard fitting in um I always felt kind of outcasted you know not really with anybody and it was it was really 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 hard for me I guess being that young you know seeing people laugh and and enjoy themselves with their friends and I just remember always wanting to fit in you know like wanting to be a part of every group wanting to know what everybody was doing wondering what everybody was thinking about me because I I didn't know I I wasn't I was foreign to that I didn't have many friends so it was just it was just weird you know It, it was really weird seeing everybody else have friends and enjoy themselves um I did start to make friends though because I mean I I don't know how to explain it I was pretty popular, like everybody knew who I was. And it wasn't like, oh, he's he's a nerd, he's a geek, he's he's ugly. No, nah, like I think in elementary school I was a pretty popular kid. Like girls saw me attractive. I know I know a lot of girls had crushes on me. Um I talked to a lot of people. I just didn't have any really close friends, you know? Like I didn't have anybody to hang out with and I didn't think that anybody really wanted to, you know, be around me most of the time because it just wasn't like that. I mean I wasn't necessarily compelling with my personality, so it was honestly awkward, you know, like, yeah, I'm popular, but I don't talk to nobody, like, I, I don't, 
I don't I don't get along with anybody. So just thinking about that and how it made me feel, I just remember always going home and playing computer with internet friends or I don't know, getting on the Xbox. Just and anything like that just to isolate myself from my environment, you know? It it was just very, very weird. Um but elementary school is a whole different thing. I mean it, it was just different. Um I was a pretty good kid, really good grades, um pretty obedient. I wasn't necessarily the best, but I was pretty obedient. I, re- I stayed out of trouble, got good grades, and that's all you can really do in elementary school. I mean, I was always participating in gym class, as you know, a lot of the kids were. It was fun back then, real, real fun. Um, one thing that I do regret about elementary school, although it was a very nice experience and I loved it a lot, is not joining the basketball team. Um, my gym coach always told me, like, because we played basketball in gym. He always told me, you need to be on this team. You need to be on the team. But he always called me a punk for not joining. And I'm not going to lie. I was a punk. I, I was scared. I was scared. I was going to miss shots. I was, I was anxious, you know. Because back then, like I said, I didn't really associate with anybody. So I didn't know how people would react to me if I came there and I was missing or I wasn't doing my best. And I was always scared of the judgment. I, I didn't want that. So to avoid that, I just didn't join the team, you know. I just didn't do anything. I didn't have to go to practices. I didn't have to go to tryouts. I, I just avoided it completely because, I mean, why Why would I, you know? <laughs> why, why would I? At that point, I wasn't thinking about opportunities in life and what I was hindering myself from doing. I could have been a great basketball player. Who knows? But I stopped myself from doing that because, shit, I'm a pussy. Like, <laughs> when it really comes down to it, where I, was, I was just a pussy, and, and that's all it was. Um, I wasn't banned. That's another thing I'm remembering. Sorry if this is a little out of order. Um, you know, remembering things at different times. I definitely was in band, and I loved band. I loved it. I played the saxophone, the tuba, the trombone, the trumpet, the baritone, and some other brass instrument. I was like the lead brass person. I know the saxophone isn't a brass; it's woodwind, but I played it. I was pretty good at it. But I mean, the tuba was my thing. They needed main, so um. I was the leader for that. I was really, really good. Um, although my first year, I think I started in third grade, I was a bit shy. I mean, I've always been shy because I know growing up, people didn't necessarily like my personality in terms of when I expressed myself. So I kind of just, you know, hesitated to do that and fell back on that aspect because, well, I, you know, I just didn't want people not liking me. Um, so I was pretty shy, but I was nice. And I remember sometimes the teacher would ask me, like, yo, come do this solo right in front of the right in front of the entire band. And I'm like, damn, solo? Shit. Like, I can't do no solo. Like, what do you mean? I'm not doing no solo. Like, are you stupid? Are you off your rocker, bro? I'm not doing that. Um, Love my band teacher to death. She puts me to do many things. But I was just like, nah, bro. Like. I get up there and I didn't know how to play nothing because I was so scared. Same with the basketball thing. I was just such an anxious, scared child because of my environment and how things switched. So I just didn't do anything. And I mean, I was involved in a lot of stuff. I participated in the soapbox derby. If you don't know what that is, it's about like racing cars down a hill. You build the car with your team and then you race it. And usually the most aerodynamic car with the heaviest person wins. I mean, that's just simple physics. That's just how it works. 
Um, I participated in that. I was in science club, bird watching, um, all types of shit, rocket building, Lego club, you name it. I, I was in it. I was really, I, I was really interested in school and I, I was invested. That's the word. I was, I was really, really invested. And I just liked it. It was, it was really, really, really good times. Um, so moving on from elementary school, and this might have been like the hardest part of my life. I don't, I don't want to say the hardest part of my life because it was definitely some harder parts. This is a really hard part of my life. Um, switching from elementary school to middle school, that shit was tough. Um, I told y'all my elementary was in a very mixed environment. You know, a lot of kids of different races that acted different and had different personalities. And I mean, they were kind of easy to get along with, although I did not like getting along with people. Um, but switching to my middle school, I was kind of a foreigner. The school started in fifth grade, but I came in sixth. You could join in fifth or sixth. Seventh and eighth, you couldn't join, but fifth and sixth, you could. It was a charter school. And me coming from the school that I came from and going to that school, it was just a whole different ballgame. Everybody knew each other because they started in fifth grade. And it was basically all black. Like, it was like 98% black, 1% white, 1% Asian. Like, there wasn't really... Excuse me, I just burped my fault. There wasn't really that much of a difference. And since, I don't know how to say this, growing up, I ain't had that many friends. A lot of people that I talked to wasn't black. I remember in elementary school, people I really talked to were Asian and white. Now, there were black people in my class and in the other classes in my grade in um, elementary school, but it just... It, it wasn't, it wasn't fun for me. <laughs> like, it, it wasn't fun for me, bro. It just wasn't. I, I never got along with the blacks. I just always felt like I was different. They had on the, the newest LeBrons, the newest KDs, and I was stuck with some black Air Forces. And that's just how it was. I mean, my mom put me in what she could afford. And at the time, she was, you know, on her own. My dad was there supporting financially but like I didn't really see him like that from what I can remember and I just remember going to the outlets coming back with some shoes and me just okay I gotta put these on I mean I like them but I gotta put these on this is what she got and this is what we got so I know I was always different like in terms of that I, I ain't had the money to do some of the things that those kids was doing I ain't have that luxury so going to that other school it just made me feel outcast to see, you know, these kids in Jordans and nice shoes and me, my black Air Forces. Like, I didn't want to be that one kid that was missing out. I wanted to fit in so bad going to that school. And honestly, in sixth grade, I, I did a lot of stuff to fit in. This is when I became a lot more disobedient and just falling with the wrong crowds. Cause that's who took me in, you know. They sheltered me. Coming into school, the girls was a little... They, there wasn't for me. You know what I'm saying there wasn't my group. That wasn't who I was gonna be. With. I, I knew I was to start. And there were some kids from uh, elementary school that I recognized, and we weren't cool. And like, we weren't close actually in elementary school, but we was cool. So I kind of like tried to draft with them. You know, I was very very quiet at first, but then the more the years started to go on, the more I started to talk to them, the more I started to act like them. And they were pretty disobedient, but they knew how to get their shit done. Me on the other hand, I, I didn't get shit done, and I was disobedient. I just developed that personality based off of hanging around them because it wasn't me in elementary school and you would have never killed that. You would have never caught me dead like that. Like 
You just wouldn't have. It just wasn't who I was back then. But it's who I developed into. Um, okay, just being shy and not being able to establish my own personality, which I, I do feel ashamed for, but I was young. And there, was, there wasn't much I could do, you know. I just wanted to fit in. I just wanted to be a part of something, you know, like I always have. And like I do now, like, I know who I am at this point in my life. But I want to be a part of something and back then I wasn't. And back then I had no clue who I was. I was still developing. So as time went on in that school, I just got more disobedient and more disobedient because kids found it funny. Kids liked it when I acted out. Kids liked it when I was disrespectful to teachers and when I would speak back and when I would do shit like that. So I kept doing it. I, I, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't have no other character. You know, that's who I was. I was the class clown. I had to act out. I was a disrespectful one. Because, and that, that's what they expected me to be. So that's just who I was, you know. And I should have grasped it from grasped it. Eh, oh, excuse me, <laughs> grasped it for myself and developed my own sense of you know personality. But it's just not that easy when you're coming from somewhere new and you're nurtured to be this type of person. It, it's it's hard to step out that box. And trust me, I've tried. Like I tried to come to school and act different. But it's when people expect you to be something, you you gotta be it. Like. When you set a name for yourself, you got to stick up to that name. People are going to hold you like, accountable for that. And what they were holding me accountable for was pretty terrible. But it's just who I basically sh showed myself to be. You know, like, if I came in as a normal quiet kid and didn't say anything the entire time, I doubt anybody would have made a funny mirror. I doubt I would have had any problems. But I didn't do that because I wanted to fit in. And I just remember sixth and seventh grade just not really having many friends. And not hanging out with nobody, you know, like kids go to each other's houses, just like the same thing in elementary school. And I just be like, oh, I listen to the conversation. Damn, I ain't get no invite. Well, like my childhood was a little bit just lonely, I guess. I just remembered going home every day. Going home and going to my grandma's house. Alone. Playing the game. Life in the days past, you know, bored as shit in life. Just go home, playing the game. Go home, playing the game. Go home, playing the game. That's really all I had. Like, I couldn't do much else. I just wanted to get out of the world, bro. To be honest. Just because I, I was sad, bro. I was a really, really sad kid, you know. Just from being lonely. I felt like I had no friends and nobody liked me. So, I was just really, really, really sad. Um... <laughs> In eighth grade, I kind of started to, to develop my personality more, but I was still disobedient as fuck. I wasn't getting in as much trouble, and my grades were a little better, but bro, I still acted out, and I still did some things that I regret, and it was just kind of crazy reflecting on it now, because it's like, damn, like, I really let people, actually, I can't even say people, I really let myself fall under people's expectations of me and shape my mindset how they want it to be and that like a fucking like a like a dog like I, I knew in my heart that I wasn't the person I was acting to be but I wanted so badly to fit in that I had to be that person you know I had to be I just had to be and I, I beat myself up for it now because I just feel so bad but like why did I do that to myself there's so much that I could have accomplished in that time period if I was just my own person that I realize now and I know there's no reason to dwell on the past. I can't change what happened. But it's just like, damn. Like, I can't let that happen again. I can't. So, going from 8th grade to my freshman year of high school, that shit was also pretty fucking tough. 
because now I'm switching environments again, going from a predominantly black school where all the kids or a lot of the kids come from the same social environment and understand each other in the same social atmosphere to a majority white school in the suburbs because we moved. And in my head, I'm just thinking like, damn, like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck am I into, bro? I, I knew about two people there. You know, I had a summer job with one friend and he he was there. He, he went to that school. So luckily I had him there. But And he's the one that helped me shape my crowd. But I'm looking at all these white kids who knew each other, you know, who who knew each other and was already friends and all did that shit and hung out and did shit through their past years and basically grew up together. Most of the people in this community grew up together. And I wasn't a part of that. So I'm just coming in again, another another environment, foreign, completely foreign, out of my zone. And again, letting people manipulate my personality. I know the crowd that I got into my freshman year was not the best crowd. I know a lot of the people that I hung out with and a lot of things I did I shouldn't have done and I shouldn't have been around those people. I mean, I was and I can't change that. But I know I shouldn't have been. I just didn't know what else to do. I wanted to fit in. I didn't want to be that lonely kid. I didn't want to be that weird kid. I wanted some group to fit in with. So that's what I I did what I had to do to fit in, to not be outcasted. Um, I kind of developed myself a little bit because of this one teacher. I'm not going to say his name, but he was my English teacher freshman year. And he was a really good dude for the most part. Um, We got into a few arguments, but for the most part, he was trying to help me. He had, he had good intentions, I believe. And he just helped me develop the idea of understanding and having compassion for people, even when you don't like them or don't understand what they're saying trying your best to understand things and i remember in one of his classes i, I wrote this paper you know because he would assign me different work i would have different work from every single kid in the english class because he knew that i was smarter than the kids that he knew he just knew in my um freshman year i was in an esl class i said esl i'm tripping that's english secondary language i mean eis it's like english something something it's like when you have like when you need help with english because my, prior to that i almost failed english my eighth grade year so when i came to the school and colony they put me in um in a class that um was supposed to help you with your english if you failed the prior year i didn't need that class at all um i was pretty advanced in english i just didn't do work in eighth grade so <laughs> i was in that class and um thinking about it i mean what do i want to say my fault I was the only one in that fucking class. Like, it was just me and him. So he had me do different work, and it would cut into our regular English class because it'd be back-to-back periods. So I'd be chilling. Like, he assigned me different work, and I remember one time he assigned me this paper. And I had some teachers read it. My favorite history teacher freshman year. Shout out Mr. M. If y'all, if y'all went to college, you know what this is. My favorite teacher. Um, I had him read it. He told me it was really good. He would always compare me to Dr. King. Malcolm X, and I, I never knew what the hell he was talking about. I'd be like, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> do I look like Malcolm X? Do you stop calling me that shit? <laughs> like, the fuck, bro? Like, stop. I never understood it. You know, I was young and naive and wanted to do my own thing or thought I wanted to do my own thing. So I never thought I could be like a great leader or anybody inspiring or anything like that. So I just didn't try, you know? I, I didn't want to do that. And I didn't see what the hell he was talking about when he was saying these things. So I just kind of ignored it. But he said it was a really good paper. And I, I finalized it. I let my English teacher read it who assigned it to me. And he loved it. 
he loved it. It was a very, very nice paper. And he wanted me to present it to the faculty. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm presenting to the faculty? I've only been here a couple of months. And I'm already doing that. Who, I'm, I'm thinking on some shit. Like, who else presenting to the faculty, huh? Like, at a faculty meeting. I'm, I'm not, I'm, what? So I go in there that one day, and that nigga didn't have me presented. I mean, I read it, and he recorded it. And he was it played the recording. It was just so awkward. But, I mean, a lot of teachers got the message. I mean, some teachers cried. It, it was a very powerful, very, very, very powerful piece of work by me. And, I mean, I've always been good at writing, you know. I'm be wrong. I put a lot of feeling and emotion into my writing. Um, So, at that point, I kind of discovered an idea for myself. And that's kind of when I wanted to, like, you know, I started accepting the fact that I have some power. Like, there's power in what I say. And there's power in what I could create. So there's a lot of shit I can change. I can do a lot of shit, bro. And I and I realized that. So at the time period, I would always think about shit like that. I always go read and write. This is what, what really started like me getting and writing and doing independent studies on a lot of different shit. And I was just developing character. And that was on my freshman year. So now moving on to my sophomore year, um, I started track. You know, I, I spent since. My freshman year, I got in a lot of trouble. Going back to that, my fault. I should have added that in. I got into a lot of trouble. I spent a lot of um. I spent a lot of time in the track coach's office because she was the one who coordinated detentions and shit like that. She's the one who sat in the room and watched the kids. So I spent a lot of time in her office. You'd always tell me to join track, and I'd always just be like, "Shut the fuck up, bro! Like I'm not joining track. <laughs> like fuck you, bro! Like leave me alone. I don't want to join track, bro. Like no." And one day she just talked me into it, and my friends also did, and I just did it. And I was very anxious and very scared, but I kind of liked it, you know, like the workouts, the, the fun shit. The only bad part about track was, um, at the time I didn't really have the resources necessary, like running shoes and shit like that, and just eating properly. Cause I was like in freshman year, I was kind of anorexic. I would throw up my food a lot if I ate, and I was very underweight. I was like six foot and like 110 bro so it was kind of bad and then going on the sophomore year i had to be like 120 and six foot like so it just wasn't bad so I'd, I'd run track but i had all these fucking problems with my health and it just wasn't really fun i wasn't really any good and it was kind of discouraging you know my grades weren't good so i couldn't even travel or do anything and everybody expected me to be some fashion i just wasn't like i was just slow as shit and i don't know what it was because of i mean i'm guessing it was because of my lack of nutrition you know my mental stakes i was i'm very anxious i'm still anxious to this day when it comes to running and anything like that but i got in the track and I, I really did like it and it kind of gave me the path you know um it kind of promoted me to get my grades up but not really um ah shit i just forgot about a whole big ass part of my freshman i mean my sophomore year excuse me I skipped so much of it. I think I had a hundred absences because I would go to school and my first class was English. No problem. I was cool. Happy people were cool in my English class. I didn't really like it, but I was, I was cool with it, you know? And then I would go to fucking science, bro. And the teacher was, she was wavy. She was cool. But the kids in the class, I was only like the only black kid. The kids in the class were so fucking toxic and so stupid that I just didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be there, bro. It was so fucking annoying. Like, they'd say the most ignorant shit as if I just didn't exist or they just didn't care. 
And it was so fucking annoying, bro. It was so fucking annoying. And it, it just drove me to the point where, bro, I'm not coming to sh- I'm like, I'm not coming to school. Like, I'm so uncomfortable that I don't even want to be here, bro. And I couldn't, it wasn't like I could just ask for a class change. They don't do that after a certain time or a certain period. And I needed to take that class. And I didn't want it to mess up my entire schedule. So I just didn't go to school most of the time. You know, I go to, I'd skip school and I go to track practice. Like, that's just what I did. And it affected me greatly. I mean, um, my parents did have a say in it, but my parents are like kind of chill when it comes to those things. I mean, they should be, I'm not saying that they're bad parents. They, they should have been more upfront. But it's like the fact that they did try to push me to go to school and I just wouldn't. And at that point, it's just like, well, what what the fuck do we do? Like, we can't make him go to school. Like, if I hit him, he's not going to go to school. If I yell at him, he's not going to go to school if he doesn't want to go. Like, like he, like, there's not, there was nothing they could fucking do. I mean, they could literally sit there, put me on the bus, watch me get on the bus, drive to the school, and see me walking to the school. And later, I just fucking walk out. Like, I, I just didn't care at that point. I didn't want to be there, so I wasn't going to be there. So yeah, that year I didn't miss a lot of school, and I just really stepped back from that inspirational shit that I was going through freshman year, and still just following the wrong crowds and doing bad shit when I was in school. Um, so then my eleventh grade year came by. I ran track one summer. It was very, very, very nice summer. But I do want to save that for a different episode because that would be something very nice to talk about. Um, but my eleventh grade year came. Bye, and I started expressing myself a little bit more, finding my friends. You know, I didn't really talk to many people. I, I mean, the school's kind of divided on itself, so I didn't really talk to that many people. I didn't care to, you know. I just did my own thing my my 11th grade year, and I was cooling. My grades was pretty good. I had one annoying teacher who I wanted to punch every fucking day. But this is kind of, it was kind of me discovering myself that year, you know, discovering who I am, that I can stand up with people, that I have power in my words. Like, I knew my freshman year, but I was actually developing and starting to write more. And doing all types of shit like that. And had a track season. I was a little bit injured. It was very discouraging. Actually, I got injured a lot. Miscellaneous reasons. And it was cool. I mean, I had fun. You know, it was still pretty fun. And then COVID hit. And that shit was... COVID just hit different. <laughs> like, I ain't know school was going to be closed like that. So, it's been a couple of days. We just not doing work. And then I had to catch up on like 30 days of work. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> like... What am I going to do? I, I ain't going to do this work, bro. Like, I'm not doing this shit, bro. But then I had to the past, so I ended up doing it. And I started hanging out with new people. You know, a new kid that moved to my school from a different school who I knew through track. Started hanging out with him more. Um, You know, just developing more new real friends that I didn't have in high school because I was kind of isolated, you know. The high school was just separated into different groups. You had the popular white girls, you had the non-popular white girls, you had the popular white girls who thought they were smart, you had the bougie white girls, you had the stupid white girls, you had the emos, you had the LGBT community, um, you had the blacks who got in trouble, the blacks who were smart, that just was basically white kids, um, in my opinion. And you had it was just different groups, and I didn't really fit in another group, so I was just my own entity. And track kids, I guess I fit in the track kids when I did start running track, but that's about it. And, um, yeah, back to the COVID situation, I started meeting new friends and I was chilling, you know, it was a, it was a very, like the COVID pandemic, um, school outage, whatever you want to say, however you call it, it, it showed me a lot. I, mean, I got to practicing, I got injured again. Likewise, I 
uh, coach calls me Mr. Glass, not for no reason. And I don't know, it was a really, it was really, really fun. Like I just had a lot of fun. So, um, like I said, I was meeting new friends, you know, meeting new people, doing new things, you know, chilling. And I started working out and I really started like getting motivated and I started getting big and I'd gain like, I mean, towards the end of my junior year, I, I was gaining weight. Like I was eating, I was gaining weight. I was like 160 from 120 my sophomore year to like 160 my junior year. But it was, I was still looked skinny. Like I still look skinny as fuck. I was still underweight by definition. I think the weight for me is like supposed to be like 166. So I gained more weight and now I'm like 180 at the end of my, or at the beginning of my, um, what is it? Senior year, which is going pretty well. And during that time period, I just, I just wrote a lot of poems, read a lot, did a lot of self-searching, you know, and just finding out myself as a person, you know, and developing my character. And that's really what got me here doing these podcasts is I've always wanted a voice. I've always wanted to speak out, make change, but I never knew how to do it. And I knew, like I said earlier in the podcast, my, in my environment, I couldn't do that shit, bro. These white kids wasn't listening to what the fuck I was saying. So maybe giving me more of a, you know, broad understanding of things or a global voice would help, <laughs> you know? And yeah, that, that's really it. I think I can go over what I'm going to talk about in these podcasts. Damn, it's almost actually 30 minutes. Um, I think I'm going to go a little, little bit over 30 minutes. Um, what I'm going to go over in a lot of these podcasts is just going to be episodic. Um, I'm going to go, that's a funny ass word, I'm sorry, episodic, episodic, <laughs> I'm going to go over, um, just social events, um, probably going to argue with people if I have guests on, I like to argue a lot, um, you know, developments in my life, good things happening, bad things happening, um, things that people should be aware of, my opinions on things, other people's opinions on things, comparing opinions on things. You know, just different things happening, world problems. I, I think I already said social problems. It's all types of shit like that. So, yeah, this is my first introduction video. I think I should have a second one that's not based around school. And I hope you enjoyed. Have a good night. Uh, I don't know what the fuck to say. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Just have a have a beautiful one.